genre. Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles one ninja rapping minute at a time. It is Monday, I am your host Scott Tofty, once again with me as always, uh, my my crew of Turtle co-hosts here, ladies and gentlemen, Chris O'Connor. Co-host, co-host, rap, co-host. <laughs> oh my god, we're all so white. Rachel Gatlin. Hello. And Adam Sheehan. Hi. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Pretty good. Fine. Pretty good. Yeah. Are we excited? Because we're getting a lot of vanilla ice in this minute. So excited. And you know what else so I'm excited about? Ice. We have a guest with us today. Ladies and gentlemen, give a round of applause for Duff from uh, a free podcast and Titanic Minute. Hi, Duff. Did somebody say really white? I, <laughs> that's my cue. Yes, I, we did. I Are just, you also very white? I, I heard a ringing in my ears, and I just started running towards the source of it. <laughs> well, here we are. This is possibly the whitest moment ever committed to film. Um, <laughs> and yet still so green. Uh, Duff, as I said, comes to us from a, uh, a free podcast. That's the name of it. And Titanic Minute. Duff, why don't you tell us a little bit about your uh, your endeavors out there in the world? Introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, well, I'm one third of the Midnight Boys. Uh, the other two thirds are Joe and Rob. They uh, previously, before I got involved, did uh, Tombstone Minute, so you can go listen to that. And then we did the what, what I believe is the longest minute by minute podcast, Titanic Minute. Uh, yeah, I think it was. A, yeah, it was very long. <laughs> it was 195 episodes, and we ran out of things to talk about really quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, now we kind of uh, swore off the minute by minute thing after that, uh, but we've been doing movie related shenanigans over at a free podcast. We just kind of have different seasons with different themes and talk about things as uh, fun as the summer movies of 1997. So if you like Speed 2 and you don't think there's enough Speed 2 content online... Uh. Uh, speed two. <laughs> head on over is that, to a is that free speed podcast. Speed on a boat. Is that, speed, is that the boat one? Speed on a boat. Yeah. Uh, it had some issues. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that you you're going to discuss them in depth. We, I think that we talk more about speed two than anyone has in twenty uh, ish years. Also, GI <laughs> Jane. Do you want to talk or hear about GI Jane? Check us out. Well, that, <laughs> I love that scene where she where she's at the bar and like goes into the bathroom, and that one lady's like, "You should dump his ass." <laughs> <laughs> See, up until a couple of months ago, I had not seen GI Jane, but I felt like I had just from mm. Osmosis. absorbing it. Yes. Well, this this all sounds thrilling, and we're going to direct everyone <laughs> over there to, to check that out. Listen, man, no, I'm serious, because we're sitting here talking about Ninja Turtles a minute at a time, and, like, look, it, objectively, what we're doing is is pretty masochistic. G.I. Jane is like a, you know, that's like a, a good movie, according to most people. We're, it, we're here talking about a... a it you know, is? A, 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 isn't it? I thought it was, like, a pretty well-reviewed 
you know, uh, here's good film. Here's what I'll, here's what I'll say about it. It tries hard. <laughs> okay. See, so, I've never seen it. So maybe I need I, to watch it. Then go listen. to I, the show. Honestly, it was kind of a hard one to talk about because it's one of those. It's not the worst thing, but I would never watch this again. Oh, so, all right. Well, but Hey, you're here on Ninja solid- Turtles minute. Let's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's, I'm let's... actually starting. I'm starting to notice lately just how silly what we do is. Like, I'll, oh, t- yeah. <laughs> I'll tell somebody in passing, like, "Oh, I have a podcast," and they're like, "Oh, wow, that's interesting. What's your podcast?" And then about? immediate and then I, guilt. Yeah, I, I tell them, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah," like yeah. they're immediately not interested <laughs> well, anymore. You're gonna yeah. like this. I was walking around uh, Brooklyn yesterday, and I stopped into a pet store because you know sometimes there's puppies, and we like to look at them and feel sad, but also cute puppies. So we walk into the pet store, and I'm wearing my awesome, righteous Bossa Nova Chevy Nova t-shirt that you can buy (laughs) at tmntminute.com. That's right. We have a website now. But anyway, the uh, clerk at the counter noticed my shirt and started chatting me up, and I was like, well, I have a podcast. He's like, about what? And I'm like, Ninja Turtles. And he's like, no way! He was really into it. And then I told him, I like that that pit of guilt and anxiety like welled up in my in my stomach. And I was like, yeah, so what we do is fully expecting him to be like, okay, pay for your stuff and leave. Um, but he was into it. So if he's listening, hi, gentleman whose name I can't remember from the pet store. Uh, welcome to the show. Nice. <laughs> but sometimes. How many puppies like did you idea. buy as a result of him uh, grifting you there? I'd guilt rather not puppies. talk about it. <laughs> My house is full of guilt dogs <laughs> that know how to open doors like velociraptors. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, here we are. Duff, thank you for joining us for these three minutes this week. We're going to talk about uh, some excellent minutes of Secret of the U. So let's get into it. Minute 71 starts with uh, Ice and his crew looking somewhat perplexed and ends with uh, what I can only describe, well, I guess it really ends with Razor uh, belching. But mm. there's, there's, we have our uh, 90s ponytailed comedy duo slightly before that that I was going to mention, but we'll get to them. Um, so here we go. Minute 71. So, Vanilla Ice, <laughs> where were you, everybody? Open forum. The first time you heard Vanilla Ice. Does anyone remember the first time? Uh, I, f- I popping, don't your, know. popping your ice cherry, as it were? Ugh, Jesus. I don't like uh, that at all. That's uh, gross. That, that, ugh. We're going to have to bleep that, I think. Uh, that was terrible. All right. Um, I can't. I don't know when I, I first heard his music, but I distinctly, one of my, my like sort of earliest memory of Vanilla Ice was like uh people like arguing about him on the playground and then there was a fight and then I threw a kid and it was great but I, I don't really remember <laughs> vanilla ice at all wait because he was like talking crap about vanilla ice or no 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 like they were really invested like my friend was really invested in it and he was fighting with somebody else and then I stepped in and it was a lot of fun and it was that was so he second was... grade or third grade that was third grade he was just the soundtrack to the event yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Anyone else? I don't remember. I, I only remember it later in the 90s because there was all that controversy with um that that hit song of his where he like stole that riff from Queen. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and he claimed, dun, dun, that, it, dun, dun, he claimed dun, dun, that he didn't, but he clearly did. But like well, his, his was clearly different. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, we were we were what six when this movie came out? Ish, yeah, something like that. So yeah, I, 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 I was think nine. I nine. Yeah, I was nine well, as well. Still, we were pre- Adam and I were pretty young, but like I, Not I only became aware young. of Vanilla Ice much later. Well, my my I had an older brother who was three years older than me, so he would have been around ten at this point. But he was really into early '90s rap music, like um, Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer. He had a pair of Hammer pants. Oh boy, um, awesome! If you know my brother, it, it, if you know him now, this. <laughs> Does, it sounds like I'm lying, it, but yeah. I'm, I'm not at all. I, I can attest to that. <laughs> but like, uh, I remember he had uh, the the MC Hammer single from the Adams Family oh, that he listened to a Adams, lot, which is Adams the worst. Family Groove. It's a good one. It is the worst <laughs> song. But yeah, like he he was a big. See, I'm more aware of MC Hammer because people had the doll. I remember the doll more than. MC Hammer he had a person. Doll? Yeah, there was an MC Hammer doll. He wow. had the cartoon show on Saturday mornings also. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Dare I say, MC Hammer might have been a little bit more popular. Yeah, yeah I mean, my, the first album I ever owned, it was on cassette. It was Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. What a great name for an album, by the way. <laughs> I love it. I love name dropping that album because like everyone knows immediately, like, yeah, that's so, a good one. What about you, Duff? What's the first memory you have of Vanilla Ice? I don't he was right before I started paying attention to popular music. And uh, I think my first tape was Michael Jackson Dangerous, which came out. Oh, my out God, a, I love that album. Which came out a little, I think it was the same year, but it was later on in the year. So I don't remember being exposed to Vanilla Ice directly, but I remember kids in my class would uh, they would actually be singing this song from the movie, not Ice Ice Baby, but like they kept going, Go Ninja, Go Ninja. And that is how I kind of first became aware of him. I think my first experience with him is probably from this movie. I really, if I'm going back to 1991, I don't think I had any idea what a Vanilla Ice was. <laughs> um, but I saw him in this movie, and I'm pretty sure sounds this is the delicious. first time. Yeah, first time I ever ever saw him. Yeah, it sounds um, like a tasty ice cream treat. It's a missed opportunity for for Rita's to have a, a tie-in. <laughs> they do have a Vanilla Ice. <laughs> but they just can't like call it the- that the blandest ice cream treat ever (laughs) (laughs) it's just ice it's straight up just ice with a little vanilla extract there is a flavor of water ice where it's just vanilla and it's awful rachel it's pronounced water ice water (laughs) you can say water ice i'm saying water ice (laughs) because it's water i would like to give (laughs) i would like (laughs) now children I would like to give credit where credit is due to uh, Mr. Ice's bedazzled collar on his shirt. Uh, We don't get a great look at it right here, but it is a spangled shirt collar. The rest of his costume is, you know, for this time, very understated. But you know he's the leader because he's got the bedazzled collar. And that's worth mentioning. He's dressed very well. Uh, He's a very snappy dresser. Yes, I would agree. He kind of looks like he's one of the fly girls from In Living Color. (laughs) (laughs) He does. Oh, man. I love that show, too. Yeah, certainly the second most famous fly girl, if that were the case. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Everyone take a minute and just go to VanillaIce.com and just marvel at the 
Poor font choices. Is this an official website? Uh, oh my! It could be. Yeah, the only official source. It's like I mean, okay. It's it looks like it might have been designed in the year two thousand. And yeah, is this that's... an Angel Fire page? Oh, I think it's GeoCities. In the year 2000. <laughs> this is some real graphic design is um, my passion. I want to point out, and again, I don't have any problem with this because I'd love to have him on our show. He's had over 5 million followers, but he calls them ninja followers on his website counter. I think he built this, white, uh, this website Oy. himself. Well, it says down at the bottom, website designed by Diamond Web and Graphics. Oh. So... So shout out to Diamond Web and Graphics. <laughs> yeah. I, if you I, want to talk yes. to us about graphic design, please uh, reach Is out. Is graphic <laughs> design your passion? Um, well, anyway. <laughs> Shade uh, aside. <laughs> let me put my tea down, um, which I don't know what that means, so I don't know why I said it. I'm sorry. Anyway, I want to point out the some Foley work. They also did the web design for Coolio. <laughs> wow. Well, they're doing real great, aren't they? Um, Vanilla Ice at least has a TV show now that keeps getting renewed. He's like a DIY guy. Like, he's all over social media. He does appearances. Yeah, he has like a house renovation show on television. I did not expect that. Yeah. No, he's he's still doing things, man. He still plays music. He, He does like convention appearances. He does like rap shows with Ninja Turtles in costume. Like, I really wish that he'd be down to be on a podcast because I'd love to talk to him about all these cool things that he's doing. I mean, he once put out a new metal album, so podcast is not even in the ballpark of most embarrassing thing he's been a part of. I mean, (laughs) new metal was, it's only embarrassing now. Mm. I mean, for a while it was embarrassing at the time. Eh. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you, do you, you have some corn albums, don't you, Scott? Dude, Follow the Leader was a great record. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. It's out. I'll stand by it. <laughs> Freak on Scott. a Leash is a hit record. Scott loves corn. And it's, that it's music video now. was outstanding. It's canon. It's definitely canon, Rachel. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So anyway, I want to point out some Foley work here early in the minute. Um, there is a sequence uh, very early in the minute here when when Rezar goes to grab at Michelangelo and Raphael and they cartwheel out of the way. Um, they fully in kicking noises as if they are cartwheel kicking him, but they are very clearly just cartwheeling out of his way. And I thought that was an interesting choice. And it's not the only sort of odd Foley minute that's going to crop up uh, in this section of minutes. Did, you, did anyone else catch that? Anyone else see that at about uh, six seconds in? I just listened to it now. That's a good uh, That's a good catch. I'm looking. Thank you. You, like, actually really watched this minute, Scott. I had a You're little like... bit of time today. I sat down. <laughs> I actually prepared for a change. I think, I, always I, I think by this point in the movie, the Foley is just not great overall and i stopped paying attention (laughs) yeah and you know what's interesting too one of our listeners actually pointed out to me today in reference to a a prior minute that between the vhs and the dvd releases some of the 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 sound the foley work or the the you know adr had been changed uh and I, i can't remember exactly who it was so i apologize right now but they mentioned that like there was a line of mikey dialogue when he's getting swung around that is removed from the dvd version huh 
Yeah. Is so, this George uh, Lucas at work? Did he get his hands on this? <laughs> Lucasfilm <laughs> Limited presents Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with that George R. Banks. Jar Jar. That would not have been fun. But no. Jar Jar is the fifth turtle. George yeah. Lucas would have made a great Ninja Turtles movie in 1979. <laughs> Ew, could you imagine just Jar Jar Binks's head sticking out of one of those turtle <laughs> costumes? Oh, oh, no. God. no, but I'm 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 <laughs> Asking now our Facebook can. group to to Photoshop that. Yeah, so <laughs> please, yeah, you all have that, that in your brain. That sounds like some David now. Lynchian horror right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those weird. <laughs> that is the baby from Eraserhead. <laughs> Misa Turtle now. Um, oh, sometimes God. Misa arms bend back. <laughs> uh, I enjoy that Vanilla Ice. I don't. What do you think this song was going to be? Like clearly, the DJ had a record queued up. And and a beat ready to go that at some uh, point before the events of 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 this minute had different lyrics that were changed. something something that sounds like ninja rap like he probably he, he could not have had to work very hard to make the change so <laughs> well I'm well, something so I I don't ninja, know this, ninja rap I don't, I don't know. know if this answers the question but I do like how this is kind of the purple rain moment in which he launches into a never-before-heard song, and the audience, <laughs> just one second into it, is 110% on board. <laughs> it's it's I, like I, the climax of Purple Rain, where he comes out, and, I mean, to be fair, it's a great effing song, but, like, instantly, yeah. everyone's, like, crying and standing still. Wait, are you but, talking about this or Purple Rain? Uh, pur- purple Rain. <laughs> Oh, so okay. it's sorry. I got confused. I, it's just that. everyone is so immediately transfixed by ninja rap. They just start dancing. There's never a question of how did he come up with this ninja rap so quick, and why are there all these people in who look like <laughs> right. monsters running around? Why does he assume they're ninjas? <laughs> yeah, well, let's let's rewind for a second here because when the turtles first come in, Ice is not rapping; he's dancing. True. So I know, I know he's supposed to be playing himself in this movie, but let's imagine for a second he was just hired as a dancer. Oh, maybe. But then why a microphone? Ooh, is this how he gets discovered? <gasps> maybe. Maybe <laughs> there was is... a microphone on stage, and he just grabs it, and he's like, "Yeah." I like that theory. That yeah. might be our best fan theory from it, this season, is that this is what launches Vanilla Ice's career. It's his Star yeah. is Born moment. <laughs> well, but yeah, but like what what inspired him to become a dancer to begin with is that his son was murdered. In <laughs> his son was murdered in a ballet accident. <laughs> He's like, I swear to dance. I will always be dancing. I'm never going to live that down, am I? <laughs> you make one really bad fan theory about Casey Jones' murdered son, and it follows you around forever. It wasn't that bad. I liked it. I liked yeah, it. It's good. It's good. Chris, as did I recall, you didn't like it. Wait, yeah. didn't I not? I, no, because no, you were like, no, as a father, this hurts my heart. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, but that, all right. I, and but, rightfully so. Yeah, so but I, I mean, like, emotionally, like, <laughs> it was effective. It makes me cry, but in a good way. So one thing I did in prep for this episode is I I feel like if you're even a little bit younger or just don't didn't really pay attention at the time, like it's I think people forget how huge Vanilla Ice was. And this was 
peak fame for him. So I kind of looked through and just did a rough chronology. And I know that we always think that things move super quick uh, in the age of the internet. But from I have about a roughly 18-month period detailing Vanilla Ice's year and a half. Okay. (laughs) I like where this is going. So in July 1990, Ice Ice Baby is released, followed by, in September, his album To the Extreme. That album sold 15 million copies when all was said and done. That's a lot. That that is more than you think when you think like you think of an Ice one hit wonder. And it's like he was just huge business. Yeah. Let's look at it this way. Thriller, I think, sold something like 26 million. So that's not that far off. Yeah. Um, So that fall of 1990, he starts dating Madonna. January. January. He is. uh, Didn't didn't she put him didn't she put him in his in her like coffee table sex book? Yes, he yep. was. He was in the sex book. Um, he was the musical guest on SNL in January. In March was uh, Ninja Turtles two, and that fall was Cool as Ice, which I believe you guys mentioned. So I'm sorry. Hang on a minute. When did the single come out? Uh, the July, Ice Ice Baby. July of 1990. So, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. The first Turtles movie came out in March of 90. Mm-hmm. Am I right on that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And if I'm wrong, I apologize. March, April. So four months later, this guy has a hit single, and they already like yank him into the sequel that comes out the next year. That's hmm. so fast. I still feel like Hammer said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible, but when you think about this guy, when did the album come out? Refresh me on that one. Uh, the fall of 1990. Okay, so they're about to go into production. This dude has had a hit single and the arguably the biggest album, probably the biggest album of the year, I would guess. There couldn't have been, I mean, maybe Dangerous sold more. I don't know. Probably yeah, not. But I mean, just a huge album. So this was the peak of his fame and the Turtles movie grabbed him. And the turtles were also like this is this is like Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show kind of timing <laughs> when you think about it. Like this is both of these franchises, the Vanilla Ice, you know, media boom and the turtles explosion happened at the exact right time for them to meet. Like, holy cow, the stars aligning. That's that's impressive because the turtles were never bigger than they were when this movie came out. Vanilla no. Ice was never bigger than he was when this movie came out. Actually, no. by the time this movie came out, his career was probably on the downside. Yeah, he 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 <laughs> flew close to the sun, hard and fast. Yeah, th- that's that's a roller coaster ride of a career. I mean, like to go that high that fast and then come down as hard as he did—that's catastrophic. When, and then he became an anecdote in VH1 countdown shows and i love the whatever decade show didn't yeah. he like yeah. have a massive meltdown and like like trash a studio during an interview yeah it sounds yeah. about right yeah. it was some it was some sort of like um sort of like round table discussion of like uh various celebrities from the 90s i think um like they were sitting around like in a living room space and uh he i don't remember what it was he broke with a bat but he had access to a bat and like i think he was kind of sort of thought it was like a funny moment but he like sort of wailed away on like a vhs or something like oh i think uh, i remember like some, something so something of his like some, some video or it's something it's on of his youtube or, 
It's yeah. it's like an MTV set. Uh, I remember them talking about this on the Vanilla Everybody Ice. Everybody else was scared. On the Vanilla Ice behind the music. Yeah, you're <laughs> Chris, you're dead on with the description. Janine Garofalo is there? All right. Wasn't was it, he? Uh, wasn't it some worst video ever countdown or something like that? Maybe. Was he on that celebrity boxing show, or am I imagining things? He might have. Uh, wasn't, I, wasn't he, like, almost murdered by Suge Knight, too? Yeah, he was Probably. supposedly... Probably. Suge, Suge Knight almost murdered a lot of people. He was yeah. supposedly hung out outside a balcony by Suge Knight. Jeez. Um, what yeah, a which was also... What an awful guy. I, I believe that was referenced in a season of Veronica Mars when there was, like, a, a fake hip-hop magnet it was like you remember that guy i hung out a window and they're clearly making a, a, a joke yeah. of it mm. so anyway to talk about this video it's it is i think it's a worst video countdown and it's got to be from like 97 it looks very 1997 like he already has a fred durst thing going he's wearing an austin yeah. powers dr evil t-shirt yeah, yeah. and janine garofalo hands him a vhs tape and someone else hands him a bat is that dennis leary that is dennis leary oh my God. and they basically <laughs> Yeah, they show the video for Ice Ice Baby. Is that Chris Kattan? <laughs> and Jon Stewart. Oh, my God. There's so many famous people John there. Jon Stewart's there? Yeah. Wow. And they just let him go to town. And then not only does he bust up the VHS tape, he just like continues to like beat the crap out of the whole set. He's legit scary. You wonder which of these B-rate celebrities he's going to attack. <laughs> I, I'm like, all, like his eyes start to turn red. Like <laughs> his short split, he turns green. He tastes blood, and then he just becomes something else. Um, it's weird to that's... remember. It's weird to remember, but John Stewart was an MTV mainstay pre yeah, pre weird. show. Like he had his own talk show. He did all these yep. weird yep. news segments when he was much younger. Yes, <laughs> much younger. Wow, we are seven seconds through this minute. <laughs> let's let's jump ahead a little bit. Uh, I wanted to point out that uh, there's some some burping foley work where the the animals are are moving around the dance floor and they just foley in some belching where they're clearly not acting like they're belching. Like Toka's going to grab at turtles and just they're like, ah, oh, let's put a burp in here. Doctor Jordan Perry makes his way. Professor, sorry, Professor Jordan Perry makes his <laughs> way in and talks to Donatello a little bit. Uh and I just really like the bond between Perry and Donnie. It gets a little bit cooler in the next minute. Um, but I just, I've, the entire span of this film, I kind of like this connection between the scientist and the sciencey turtle and the way that they kind of, um, you know, the, the effort at making this Donatello's movie is appreciated, even though I think they sort of fell short in a lot of respects. But uh, I, I appreciate what they were going for. And in this this relationship with Perry and Donatello is a good sort of residual thing from that effort. Science doing. Yes, <laughs> so many sciences. Um, there is a guy in a Cosby sweater in the background who is really mom arming the heck out of. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, that's a different minute. The uh, sorry, I'm looking at notes and trying to remember things. I'm not actually looking at the video. Twenty seconds in. Okay, twenty <laughs> seconds. Everyone, move your slider to twenty seconds. I'll set it up for you. There is a uh, a circle of people surrounding Toka, and uh, I believe it's Raphael. You know, it's and a white club when the circle comes out. 
because <laughs> that is, that is a white person wedding thing, right? There. Well, they're just waiting for Cotton yeah. Eye Joe. Toka's <laughs> opening up the pit, man. Toka's going to do the electric slide. And, uh, or he's just going to start helicoptering his arms around. <laughs> I feel like you and Duff, Adam, have very different ideas of what happens in a white person circle. Well, I mean, I've been to, I guess, I mean, the kinds of... <laughs> I, I was thinking of the traditional uh, Midwestern white wedding. but yeah. uh, Like where Uncle Bill is doing the lawnmower across? Yes, where, uh, you know... Uh, your aunt learns how to dab or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, sure is gotcha. a nice day for a white wedding. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, just, there's just one moment at every wedding we go to where I eventually just point at the dance floor and go, white people. Yeah. <laughs> I just remembered that one wedding where we were at where your sister-in-law, who can't tell her left from her right, is doing a dance that requires you to go left and right. It was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> she she, she just, was she was pretty far gone. Yeah, though. she was. <laughs> it sounds she, very she didn't know which which way to go. Uh, this way I like the limbo because they just tell you to go down. <laughs> That's easy enough. No one ever confuses up and down. The best is when the the electric slide comes on and the song tells you what to do. And there's like two people who just don't know what to do. I have no idea how to do the electric slide. No but the clue. song kind of guides you. Yeah, you know? but that doesn't mean that it works out. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, the last time I was at a place with a circle like this, it was uh, the casualties, I believe. <laughs> so it's a very different kind of circle. I remember getting pulled into a pit, and some guy was doing the helicopter arms, and I got punched in the face. Yep. I got in a fist Ouch. fight with a skinhead girl one time. Pulled at, uh... into a pit? That sounds like hell. Well, <laughs> yeah, I was I was at a concert, and I, a pit started to form, and... I didn't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, I got punched in the face <laughs> by a skinhead. That sounds more like hell. It sounds yeah. like this... a, just demons came up from the earth. It sounds <laughs> like a pitch for like a late 90s WB teenage show. <laughs> I was at a concert and a pit opened up. <laughs> I've been in some weird pits, man. Like, I, I almost died at a Guar concert one time. Doesn't I everyone felt... almost die at a Guar concert? <laughs> I fell on my back and then like I just saw the ceiling disappear. Like the crowd just kind of closed in on me. I was stop, like, that's stop. it. This is how I go. Mm. And then next thing I know, I was on my feet. Like someone just picked me up and put me down. Yeah, Guar fans are good people. They're good. It's a yeah. good crowd. Topo but uh, drop, Dropkick Murphys, I got punched in the face by some skinhead girl and oh. didn't know how to react. <laughs> Punch her back. Equality. That's probably yeah. probably not a smart move with a skinhead of anything. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if they're bigger than you. Then maybe just, maybe just don't. Anyway, uh, what I wanted to mention is uh, there is a, a guy... In about 20 seconds in on the left of the circle, who keeps like stepping into the circle with Raf and Toka. Like, he's like, oh, this looks like fun. I want in <laughs> as the giant mutant turtles are fighting. Are we doing the, the chicken dance? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this one, guys. Show me how that goes. What are the steps? I can go most of the way down to a split. Look. This, this was before the Macarena, right? This is way before, yes. the, Macarena. Yes. before the Macarena. Macarena was late 90s, high school for me. Yeah. No, I don't think it was that late. Maybe like I, I think it was, I say it was like 96 90s. or 97. Yeah. Well, are you I, talking about the original two. Macarena or the like American remixed version of the Macarena? The, well, which one was the one we all ended up doing? I feel like it was 96, 97. It originally yeah, came right. out in 93, I think. Well, that's not when we did it. Well, was this before or after? Achy, Much like many heart, of the things that are popular, it didn't get to the Midwest for several years, though. Mm. 
It became an international dance craze in 95 through 98. Okay. Okay. Wow. Three according, years. According to it. Yeah. It's, and it's that still going. That thing had legs. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, and I just the guys that do it, Los Del Rio, are like the most dad. They're the most dad-looking guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about these promoters of this club. They look like Penn and Teller stand-ins. Yes, I wanted someone to say that, and I'm glad it wouldn't have to be me because I was going to say it. They do look like Penn and Teller, right? Yeah. And they one do. of them talks, and the other one doesn't. That's true. <laughs> one, of them, one of them is tall and one of them is small. One of them is doing w- what I feel like is an exaggerated Woody Allen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought he also kind of sounded a bit like Dom DeLuise during his performance of the cat in Fievel Goes West. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Tiger? Yeah. Like he has a little bit of that mixed with a little bit of the Woody Allen. With that crummy ponytail, he just looks like Steven Seagal to me. I wish I had practiced my Dom DeLuise laugh. I'd like to hear it anyway. Uh, there's laugh? no way that's happening without practice. You got Is that the one that where up. it's just breathing? He just basically breathe laughs? Yeah, <laughs> but it's hard. It hurts your throat. <laughs> it's hard to do without... It, it escalates into a coughing fit. Case in point, Chris. It's a trigger for Chris, a smoker's right? cough. <laughs> yeah. All right. Dom DeLuise was great. Why wasn't he ever involved with the Ninja Turtles? Was he ever involved with the Ninja Turtles? Probably not. So the other guy the other guy has what looks kind of like a ponytail, but it's so short that it ends up being like a a knot or something. The other promoter? Uh yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a pony nub. Yeah. I like to call him less confident Phil Collins. Rat tail. <laughs> it is a it's, little a little bit like a rat tail. It's it's weird. It's like a no. I didn't want any extras. Did you want any extras? Extras. Would you describe them as extras if they're in big giant suits? Well, okay. So <laughs> I was at a club a couple years ago. Uh, I, I took my girlfriend out for her birthday. It was a dance club. It was like a 70s, 80s themed dance club. And they had extras. Um, first time I'd ever been anywhere where they hired extras we're huh. there for well first off we walked in and someone was like hey are you the uh the the some sort of like dancing girl and she's like uh no my girlfriend's like near six feet tall so she's like no the answer is um, always yes just <laughs> yeah which would have been great yes me i am <laughs> yeah that's yeah, me 100 percent. where do i have to be fate doesn't throw you that gift twice that extra never showed up, but the really crappy Michael Jackson impersonator extra did show up that night. Oh, no. Um, and it was abysmal. It was awful. That person was not good at their job. Mm. Which I feel like it's Michael Jackson. You probably shouldn't be good at that job because, number one, he's like the only person on your earth that could do what he did. And number two, all the other stuff that is hard to talk about. But <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. don't. Yeah, this problematic. Was, that's that's yeah. such a bummer. Like, listen, I can't get this started was, this on was the MJ rough, thing. This was a rough I'm a, year for Michael Jackson impersonators who are still going. This year, oh yeah, 2019 definitely. 1991, on the other hand, great year. Black or white comes out. He gets yeah. all controversial and dark with the whole smashing a car video. Yeah, yeah. It's, wasn't such a bad time for him yet. It was about to be. Just about, yeah. But anyway, I heard that song in a doctor's office waiting room the other day. Black and white. Just like, 
Yeah, I was just like, I already hate doctors' office waiting rooms. <laughs> and now, is... like, my fight or flight response is kicking in. <laughs> so, Black or White is actually one of the songs. That's, there's a, a, a cover band that plays on the Upper West Side that I'm friends with a bunch of the guys in it. And whenever I go to see them, there's a couple songs that they'll let me sit in on. One of them is Hotel California, and the other one is Black or White by Michael Jackson. And it always gets a really good response in person. Um I, I mean, it's one of those 90s songs. It's like the most decade-specific uh, Michael Jackson song. You could look at any of his other songs, they're, they're classics. You could listen to them at any point. That one is like, this clearly came out in 1991. I don't know, man. Heal the World, I think. Okay, is... but that's off the same album. So... Well, I'll give that to you. Black or White is... Man in the Mirror? Black or White has the rap verse. And... Oh, Yeah. And it's very protections awkward. for gangs, clubs, and nations. Consequences, human relations. It's a turf war on a global scale. I'd rather hear both sides of the sale. You see, it's not about places, just faces, races. Where your blood comes from is where your space is. I seen the bright Whoa. get duller. I'm not gonna spend my life being a color. That one. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had well, to do it in less than thirty seconds, or else we have to pay royalties. We're running away from this topic. Um. Anyway, Penn and Teller, Pony Nub, and Dom Deloise, Woody Allen, and. <laughs> Holy Unconfident Lord. Phil Collins. Get me and the cops. The last the, thing we see. Get me chief. The Stearns. little guy. The little guy looks like reminds me of that actor who always plays like the <gasps> little guy. Um, he was in <laughs> Captain America. He was oh, like the little Dr. German Dr. guy, Doctor Zola. Yeah. Yeah, the little the little Nazi who like makes it, and and in like Civil War, I mean in Winter Soldier, he's the computer. Yeah. 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 A little bit. Guy. A little bit. Oh, um, yeah. You know who else he reminds me of? Hmm. Radar from MASH. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> he just has a very radar. Can I just picture him like, here's the phone. Like, give me the phone. And it's already being held out to him, you know. <laughs> I love MASH. That's another great thing. Uh, so I'm going to try to see who that guy is as an actor. What is his name? Parlor assistant Nick DeMarinus is the parlor assistant. He was on X-Files. Uh, working up until about 2014. Not an extensive career. Actually, a very, very small seven credits on IMDb. However, they go from 1980 to 2014. So huh. He must have been doing something else, too. Yeah, funny. He played a pizza guy on the X-Files. <laughs> so, Wait, uh, what episode? What uh 2002 it's called improbable oh okay all right that probably was is that the is that the one with the the, the vampires i couldn't tell you because i've never uh, watched the if it's 2002 that probably means it was one of those really late bad x-files episodes oh yeah, yeah that's probably ray's that probably... doggett and scully are pulled into a bizarre oh, yeah. serial murder case involving doggett. the number three involving what number the number three. Oh, okay yeah. Yeah. After Mulder left, that show just. Anyway. Yeah. This is an X Files minute. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know, last week I said we had the longest minute. I think this is the longest minute now. I think we're almost pushing forty minutes. So <laughs> we should probably wrap this one up because we got more to do. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on minute seventy-one? That's all right because there's like nothing in next minute, so <laughs> it's gonna be a short one tomorrow, guys. I just, how does he know they're ninjas? Well. 
Okay, we're 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 gonna we'll we'll do that tomorrow. I have a fun fun thing for us to do tomorrow. All right, okay. make sure you guys right. go right. to our brand new website tmntminute.com you can listen to the show there you can interact with our social media you can get quick access to all of our cast and crew interviews right on the front page uh, you can go to the shops you can go to the Amazon affiliate you can go to our t-shirt t-public page you can do all the fun stuff uh, you can subscribe to be a Patreon supporter there so tmntminute.com and Duff where are we catching you? afreepodcast.com go there that'll hook you up all right. So for me and everyone else here, for Duff, for Rachel, for Chris, for Adam, for Vanilla, for Pony Nub, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Cow, uh, bung, uh, ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, ninja. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs>